Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and contests and events with first-to-market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, even golf. And BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in-game betting, props, and futures. So head over to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-50, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, there is so much to, to get to about the current state of the Boise State football program and, of course, uh, the future as well. Most uh, of us are more and as concerned about the present. I think there's a lot of curiosity in terms of how did we get here. And then most of the focus is how is it going to be fixed moving forward? Let me put it to you this way from my uh, vantage point. None of us lose or gain weight overnight or in a week. It takes time. None of us have sustaining changes unless it's done over time. We didn't get to where we were unless it takes into account the amount of time it took us to get this way. And it's not going to take any less time to change that direction and go another way. So that's a, another way of saying I, I don't believe in quick fixes. And I don't think it's this a cultural issue, which comes up quite a bit, but I just think there needs to be some continuity in all people rowing in the same direction. And that starts with the administration, and then that goes to the coaches, and then, of course, that goes to the players. I would not fire the offensive coordinator, all right? I don't think in season that's an ideal situation unless, and none of us are behind closed doors, it's a toxic environment. If you've, you've got an offensive coordinator and coach plow that's uh, talking behind the head coach's back or criticizing players uh, or giving up or uh, other behaviors that are completely detrimental to getting better as a team, then he's got to go. I haven't seen those behaviors uh, displayed. I do believe that 
the things that are going wrong on offense, not being able to run the ball, not being able to protect the passer at times, receivers not getting open, some plays getting blown up like screens, bubble screens uh, by defenses, Hank holding onto the ball too long. You could call some of those coaching errors. You can call a lot of it trying to make something out of nothing. And I think that all the coaches are in on that, looking at what they have, and they're coming up with battle plans to get there. And Andy is trying to balance this plan so that it benefits the entire team. And I'm sure the offensive staff's just out there, how can I score points? So the compromises that have been made have been made for the betterment of the team, even though you know Tim may or may not agree with all of these changes at the end of the season, he may move on. It may be mutual. I think his contract is up, but if there's toxic dynamics, then yes, I would say you need to make a change uh, immediately. Uh, I think the offensive line and the rotation that they're going through with injuries is a problem. I do believe that uh, there are enough red flags, uh, even of, amongst the healthy guys, that they're not playing well together. They're, some of them aren't physical at the point of attack enough, and I think they've missed on some recruits. Uh, I, I do think that the entire team has lost confidence. And in my own life, I know when I lack, when I struggle or, or don't do well in work-life issues or personal or tennis or whatever other endeavors, it takes a while to get that back and you have to work at it and put yourself in winning situations. I can tell you this, the noise as coaches and players uh, put it from outside the program coming through social media, radio, television, print, you name the medium, podcasts like this, that doesn't help. It's just more energy they have to commit to ignoring it or to looking at a more positive outcome for themselves uh, than the other outcomes that frustration produces for fans or media or, or everybody else, which I think is, is all uh, understandable. I do believe that had they made a change at quarterback during the game against UTEP, they may have had some more success in broken plays because there was enough plays breaking down through production issues or receivers not getting open where Hank isn't the escape guy the way Green is, and it gives him a better option. It's, it's really lesser of two evils. And if there's another quarterback in the program that can do better than either Green or Hank, he'd be in there by now. And I've said that enough. I really believe that's the biggest problem is that there isn't a quarterback in the program that can fix where they are now because I can guarantee you that quarterback would be on the field. Uh, that's a challenge. I think that the overall talent level on this football team has had some challenges in retention. I think they got real lucky with Skinner coming back, for example, and they had the sixth year and the fifth year stuff through COVID that helped keep some guys around that maybe were some band-aids for some stuff. Um, but it doesn't, you know, you can look up and down the NFL draft list. You can look at all conference lists. The talent level of Boise State's down has been since in, you know, the latter years of Brian Harson's tenure. I think Coach Harson and his staff went through a lot of changes. They had a lot of turnover, and that hurts recruiting. You know, you have one coach in saying one thing, and the next thing he's gone, another coach comes in saying something else. So you're making up a lot of lost ground. And uh, the Hawkins and Pete uh, Cutter 
years with those and even the early Harson years had a lot of success because of all the continuity and that is out the uh, out the door so I, I do think that the first class that Andy had the last class that Harson had uh, and this one's too early right now uh, haven't produced the way they have in the past and that combined with an offensive line injury situation a lack of quarterback play really really all uh really all adds up um I think that the the program can certainly return to success. I just am not convinced that that's going to come against, you know, by Friday night against San Diego State and sustain itself past the San Diego State game. I do think, as they proved last year, they can have flashes of brilliance like a lot of teams can and do. But the sustained excellence of execution on offense hard-nosed bending you know but not breaking type on defense uh seems to be a little far away right now to me i think we're a year or two away from that and i don't know that they're going to just launch into a rebuilding program now but these are really the kinds of times when you find out the most about your coaches and players when they go through this kind of adversity and they're learning about each other and they're learning about where they are now because these next couple of weeks uh, will be critical for them to show that they can show up for each other, that they won't back talk and fight amongst themselves, give in to the negativity that surrounds the program now and be weak. Uh, it's really difficult to go this other direction and not become bitter or hard-nosed or closed off. And that's not Andy Avalos's personality style. I think at times that has and does hurt Brian Harson, where he has that ability. He has that dogged determination, and, and he is a dirt dog, and he is as mentally tough as they come. But the expense of that is relationships because brian won't invest in those necessarily unless there's an end game and so that's the sacrifice that he has made i believe where if you listen to the noise that comes out about how it is to work in and around him or for him or so forth and so on most of the complaints are about his relationships and that he doesn't treat people well and that's the sacrifice he's willing to make to try to win football games. Uh, not everybody's wired that way. So this is a long way of saying uh, patience is what's needed. I don't want to add to the noise of firing and uh, radical criticisms of players. I don't think that's productive. Uh, if I were in their shoes, hearing nothing is better than that and having people show up and, and enthusiastically cheer for them, but I know it's tough to do that. And I get these are 2022 times where people are increasingly being asked to give money to players uh, just so that they can continue to play and different people take that in their own way. And so if they're gonna give them money they wanna see more results, we're getting into a, a difficult time. Uh, was this the worst loss in program history? Was this a terrible, look, you think Appalachian State didn't have some great wins and, and whoever they beat the last five power five teams wasn't a horrible day for them? They're not exclusive here. This happens.
the longer you stay in the sport, this is going to happen and you accept it and move on because the fact is the three and a half hours yesterday, last night, UTEP was the better football team. That's the fact. That's it. Now, will they be the next, uh, the best team if they played again next week or the or five weeks? That's up to both teams to determine. And so right now, was that a great win for UTEP? Well, based on Boise State's past and history, yes. What the hell is good? You can see what it's worth for Boise State. Nothing but expectations that are empty. It's about the day you play and the way you play. It's, it's, it's in the present. And, and that's where the value is for Boise State is to just say, I can only control this right now, and they've got to tune out everything else. And so the more noise around them, the harder it is. I'll be interested to see what kind of leadership Jeremiah Dickey and Marlene Trump provide at this time because they're guys under fire with people who are emotionally reacting and very upset. And that's <laughs> nothing new to Trump, who's gone through all, all kinds of trouble herself. Uh, but supporting your coach or your coaches, your program, or your players uh, can be pretty beneficial. You saw Dan Hawkins do that when he uh, showed up in a, a Blue Turf Sports Idaho Press Tribune article uh, supporting his former coaches and, and what they're being asked to do at Boise State, what they can do and who they are and all that. And so they're, you know, that, that counts. I think it counts. And if it's not uh, Dickey and Trump out in front of, hey, this football team's great. We're committed to this. We're doing the right things. We believe in this guy. And doing it with sincerity, uh, if you don't do that, maybe there is something else going on here that none of us are aware of because we don't see or hear from uh, those individuals too much unless it's to thank people for giving or they're out in front of a parade almost. And tough times produce tough people. I think these are tough times. And uh, there could be better days ahead. I just don't know when. <laughs> I, I, I really don't. So that is the state of Boise State football today right now. I think I wouldn't fire anybody. I hope that they can get better, but the proof is in the pudding and they can only really build a fence around themselves and believe in themselves because until uh, they prove it on the field, uh, that's not necessarily the way it's going to be. If they don't play well early against San Diego State, I'm sure they're going to hear it from fans or people in the stands who want to let them know that they're displeased with what they see. So we just hope for the best, and hopefully they can circle their wagons and tune out that noise. Thanks for tuning this in, though. Rate it, review it, pass it on. The Kingdom of Pod, I try to produce one or two a week or as news happens. So rate it, review it, and pass it along, and I'll talk to you next time. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.